Hey everybody, this is Jake Walker and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus's return. Woohoo, let's go. And wow, I'm really excited for today's episode. I had the chance to sit down with my dad, Tommy Walker, and talk with him about how worship helps us to live for the day. My dad, for those of you who don't know, well, he's a worshiper, first and foremost, of Jesus, uh, but he's also been a worship leader as his vocation for a long, long time. And uh, maybe that sounded a little rude, but he has been for uh, decades, and uh, he's amazing. And, you know, just really quick, I always, everybody knows my dad's an incredible worship leader, but I think he's an even better dad. And I hope just some of, um, yeah, just the bond that me and my dad have uh, can come forth in this uh, episode. You can experience that. And most of all, that you'd be encouraged and equipped to live for the day and be a worshiper of Jesus. So let's just jump right into the episode. Here we go. Episode nine. Let's do this thing. So glad that you are joining us. I'm so excited for this episode because it's the first time I have a guest on the show. I have my very own uh, most important hero in my life, my dad, Tommy Walker. Dad, say what's up to everybody listening to Living for the Day. Wow, thank you for having me, and you're my hero too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I'm so excited to get to just be with you in this time you know in this podcast we uh, are just talking about different things that help us to live in light of the day of Jesus's return to live for heaven to live for that moment when we see Jesus face to face so dad out of some of the episodes so far which has been uh, uh, an encouragement or something helpful to you you've heard you know, we've talked about encouragement, we've talked about the Bible, we've talked about prayer, we've talked about friends, we've talked about, you know, physical health, we've talked about uh, all kinds of stuff. Has there been something that's been encouraging to you yet? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am your dad, and basically the most encouraging thing for me is you. <laughs> and um, because I know, I know who you are, and I know that you're not just speaking on a podcast but you live and and you're the real deal you live out everything you speak of and everything you believe and and I will point out the just the encouragement episode and you are an encourager and and anyways I'm I'm so proud of you and like I like like I tell you Jake you know not only are you a, a great encourager and and communicator but you're a leader People follow you, and it's because you live a such a life uh, devoted to the Lord. So obviously, I'm a proud dad, but that would be what I'd say. Thanks, Dad. That means so much. It was cool. You know, you said something. In, we're getting off track already here, but you said something encouraging to me a couple months back, and um, I told you how much you know those words meant to me. And so, I'm just so thankful for your encouragement in my life, and. 
this is kind of going back to the encouragement episode, but hey, people, encouragement matters so deeply. My dad said something to me that you just rocked my world and changed my life. And just a couple of months ago, and I, sh- I especially want to shout out just anybody who's, um, you know, a little bit would consider themselves older, uh, especially you. We need, as the younger generation, we need your words. And Dad, I've, we, I've already been talking about this, but I need your encouragement and I need your generation's encouragement and wisdom and insight. And so I just bless your encouragement and and anybody who's listening to this podcast um, who would consider this out, consider themselves older, we as the younger generation need you so much. Yeah, let me say something to that. You know, Jake, we just came back from Texas from Grandpa, my dad's home-going funeral. And um, I, I was just... It was a profound... It, well, for one, it was the whole thing was way harder for me than I thought it would be, but it was also just the sweetest yeah. time with our family and immediate family. And I, to tell you the truth, I had like a encounter on Father's Day Sunday morning. I just kept having this vision of watching Grandpa's um, body going into the ground, the casket going into the ground, and just just felt like God was telling me to, to be a father, just what you're saying. And like, that's the end of that generation. Now it's just me and my siblings and, and to, I just really want to be that encourager and that father, uh, not only to the younger, mostly to the younger, but also if I could be some sort of encouragement to dads, my age and, yeah. and younger dads. And let me say one more thing about encouragement because I'm passionate about it. I started playing guitar and writing songs when I was 11 years old and I would play, you know, I was just an insecure little kid and I'd play all my songs for grandma, you know, my mom. And she was my cheerleader, you know. We desperately need cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. especially if we're going to take any risks in life and step out and do something great for God. And no matter what the song was, no matter what it was, she just made me feel like she really actually loved it. And when you have somebody in your life, and I know I, I have this from your mom, Robin, my wife, and, and others, but it's, there's just people that you, when they say that they just really think you're great and you've yeah. really got it, you just believe them and you just, man, it's so empowering. So I'm just saying, yes, be a great cheerleader to somebody. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So good. Thanks for the way you've been encouragement in my life and to so many. Well, so encouragement was one of the episodes on living for the day. And, you know, this podcast is all about how do we live for the day when Jesus returns? How do we live in light of eternity in the light when we see Jesus face to face? And so we talk about different topics that help us do that. And today uh, we're talking about worship. And I brought on uh, a, an important, important the wrong word, just a man who worships with all his heart, with all his life. And I, I think he has some authority to speak on the topic of worship, having been a worshiper his whole life, but also leading people in worship. And so, Dad, I'm just so thankful for your life of worship that you have lived. And Dad... 
before we kind of make the direct connection of how worship, you know, leads us to live for the day, what what is a reason that you have decided to be a part of leading people in worship? Why have you given your whole life <laughs> to leading people in worship? Why is it that important to you? Why did why have you through all the ups and downs you've continued, you've been faithful to continue to lead people in worship in the local church for you know over three decades. Boy, that's that's a, that's a lot right there. But I think one thing is I came to Christ in the middle of a worship service, in the midst of a worship song. For you know, had the privilege of growing up in a Christian home, but I just knew the stories of Jesus. I didn't know him, and then mm-hmm. in the midst of a worship time, I heard, heard you know, I wrote it in one of my songs but I heard I heard for the first time the Spirit say Tommy I love you mm-hmm. Tommy I have a plan for your life I have a call for your life and I so I gave my life to Jesus amidst worship so that would probably be the main reason but then I discovered worship is how I've really gotten to know God and I just have to say and one more thing on that about Grandpa because it's so precious to me he was losing his memory late in life, and he'd always say, well, Tommy, what are you doing with your life? Because so, he couldn't remember. So I'd say, well, Dad, I'm leading people in worship. And then he'd pause, and he'd say, well, Tommy, if you're leading people in worship, you're doing a good work. And it was just so healing and so encouraging and affirming to me that he'd say that. And I thought to myself, good thing because basically that's what I've done with my whole life and if that's a waste of time I've wasted my whole life but then here's the funny part because of his memory towards the end and you know two minutes later he say well Tommy what are you doing with your life so then he would end up affirming worship in my life over and over and over again so I just had to say in a very deep personal way even before the Lord in this moment. Thank you, God, for mm. affirming that through my dad mm. in worship. Yeah, cool that you got that affirmation from your dad. But also, can I take the opportunity and say that you are my favorite worship leader? <laughs> and I really just think, you know, you are so faithful in worship, but you're so anointed and Sometimes I use the word magical when you lead worship, but I don't think that's the right word. I think it's spirit-led, but there's just such a sense of the spirit when you lead worship. I'm so thankful to have had the privilege to grow up getting to be led in worship by you, so I just love you so much. Um, Dad, let's talk about heaven. Why do you... Why do you... I've, so I'm doing this podcast on living for the day. I I'm, I'm, I started this podcast... <laughs> about eternity and about heaven and so much of that has come from you and mom um, instilling in me a deep faith that this is a real thing heaven's real hell's real uh, eternity's real um, and I, we want to be a part of bringing as many people to heaven as possible <laughs> and that heaven's going to be the best thing that we can not even ever imagine so it came so much from you so can you t- Share a little bit about your love for heaven and eternity and why it matters to you, what, what, what you're excited for, for heaven and for the day Jesus mm-hmm. returns. Well, in that moment when I heard God's voice for the first time in my life and, and gave 
I, I just thought to myself, I mean, I'm just 11 years old, and I just had the thought, wow, you know, I don't want my life to just, I don't want to just get a job and, and do life and then die, and that was it. I want my life to count for eternity. I want, I want sorry about that, I want, I want there to be people in heaven with me because of me. You know, God through me, of course. And um, and so I've just been on this quest to try to keep eternity in my mind and heaven in my mind. Because if you live for the day, this is what your whole thing's all about. If you live for heaven, it's going to make every decision in your life different. I, I believe you're going to be less materialistic. You're going to be less offended and less petty and so many things because you're... You're looking ahead, you know, and you're going to not waste your time doing things that don't really matter. I think you're going to get a little more glimpse of what's important to God and what's not that important to God. So, um, yeah, those are the, uh, some of the things that come to my mind. Come on. So good. Let's talk about, we talk about these different topics. Prayer helps us live for the day. You know, the Bible helps us live for the day. Encouragement. Dad, what comes to your mind when, when I ask you the question, how does worship help us to live for the day, help us to live for heaven? You know, I, I, I had this thought come to me when I was thinking about this podcast earlier today, and I thought, well, when you worship, it's like, a, it's like heaven comes near. Yeah. And when you think of heaven, you want to worship. <laughs> so they're, they kind of definitely go together, you know? Um, it was way back in 1996 and your cousin, my nephew, Charlie died suddenly and tragically, um, when he was 12 years old and it was quite a terrible grieving shock for the whole family. So we gathered together once again in Texas and, and what did we do for almost a week straight nonstop? We just worshiped and worshiped and worshiped the, it was the only you know, when things like that, think, you know, who, we can't explain why God let that happen. Yeah. You can't, you can't figure it all out. So there wasn't really a whole lot to say. Hmm. All, the only thing that comforted us was crying and worshiping. Wow. <laughs> and the reason why is because worship is one of the main activities of heaven. And so when we yeah. worship, we bring the kingdom down. We bring heaven down to earth. That's what... Jesus says, let your kingdom come. And when we worship, we bring what's the activity of heaven down to earth. And, yeah. and so that's why I think worship really puts heaven into our gaze, into our mind, and vice versa. Wow. So you, I'm hearing you say that when we, when we worship, it's like we're experiencing heaven. It's like we're experiencing the day. Exactly. You know? And it, that makes us long for That's the day more. It makes me think of um, Psalm 63. Um, you, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I've seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than, my, better than life, my lips will glorify you. I'll praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. I'll be fully satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. I just think of that idea when we when we worship, 
you know, and we truly, when we experience the presence of God, it makes us hungrier for God. Yeah. It makes us hungrier for heaven. It makes us hungrier for eternity. And so, I mean, that, I would encourage everybody who's listening um, to take steps, to take, uh, you know, to, to be at church, you know, on the weekends where you can gather together with other people worshiping. But also, can you find an artist or someone who's, who's, you know, worship, you know, you connect with and you, you can get after and encounter the Lord with, because when we do experience the Lord, we get more, it's kind of in the kingdom, it's kind of the opposite of the physical, where in the physical, we eat and then we get full, but in the kingdom, we eat and then we get more hungry. Uh, And I just think that's, it's so true of worship and I just think that's so precious, Dad, just you're talking about like when you're going through a grief or a loss, one of the greatest things and one of the most comforting things we can do is just worship. But I love that point. It seems like to me what I'm hearing you say and what I'm getting from this is when we worship God, we're experiencing the day. We're experiencing a huge foretaste of what heaven's going to be like and it makes us excited for it and that excitement that longing impacts our actions impacts how we live because we're looking forward to the day we're living for the day so it's yeah, yeah go ahead Dad. and it brings a piece of the day to us today right, right. <laughs> and you know the other thing i love about this whole conversation is when it comes to worship and heaven you can never completely grasp but it's it's beyond us. I don't understand with my intellect why we fully, you know, why why worship gives me a sense of eternity in heaven. I mean, I understand in part, but not I don't not fully. But but living being a person that lives with a sense of wonder is such a person of worship and such a person of heaven because we we're we're both we have been in our studying all we can know about heaven and there's a lot we learn about heaven but there's a lot we'll never know until we get there but uh, a worshiper also knows how to bask in everything we can't comprehend about God and I just think a person that lives for the day is a person that is a, a person of wonder Yeah. and um, I think that's the other importance of worship is you know, there's nothing worse than when we we lose uh, the sense of wonder of God when we feel like we've got them all figured out. We we I call it we lose the oohs and the ahs of mm-hmm. who God is, and we become bored with God. We we just feel like we've got we got them all figured out. And when you become unimpressed with God, you will you'll stray away from Him. You wow. need to be a person who is just just on your face like you can't fathom the greatness of God and when you do that heaven's going to come close wow that's so good I was thinking as you were talking dad of 2 Corinthians 4 16 through 18 I believe you know when it says um, therefore we do not lose heart though outwardly we're wasting away yet inwardly we're being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. Therefore, we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I feel like when we worship, we are getting our eyes on someone we can't see. 
That's right. <laughs> we're getting our eyes on the eternal. We're getting our eyes on on the invisible God. Uh, and we're so tempted in this world to get our eyes off of the invisible God. But faith is spiritual eyesight. So worship increases our faith and it gets our spiritual eyes open, right? Which helps right. us to actually live for the day. Because to live for the day, we need to have our spiritual eyesight. We need to have our faith going. And so worship stirs and stokes our faith. And I think that's something that's coming to me right now. That's right. And by the way, everybody, Jake has all these verses memorized, and I'm so <laughs> proud of him. But uh, I wrote a song called uh, In the Light of Your Glory. Yes. And it speaks about how we get so um, distracted in this life, you know, and we're looking at so many discouraging things, things that knock our faith down and, and get us off track and everything. But when you worship Jesus comes into view and you go, oh, I call worship. It's like the big, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're you're even greater. You're even bigger. You're even more worthy, even more beautiful. Oh, yes, Lord. And that's that's one of the things that worship does. And I I had one more worship thought because I know we're running out of time. Um, Living for the day is all about endurance, you know, right. Running the race, enduring and and, um, you know, it's really hard to endure if you don't, if you can't see the finish line, if you don't even know what the finish line is, wow. if you don't have anywhere you're headed, you know? And when I was, um, preparing to move to California all those years ago to, to, to pursue my dream to go to music school, I was working, I worked a lot of crappy jobs when I was young, but this one I hated, especially for Mr. Roberts, God bless him. He was a good man. But I was just loading freight in the big 18-wheeler trucks. I just hated it. And there was this big this big warehouse, and I could never find it. And I would, have to, I would be just so defeated. Mr. Roberts, I can't find the axle. I need to load onto the truck. And then I'd be breaking my back doing it. I hated that job so much. But I remember there came this point in time where, where I knew, Tommy, in six months, you're going to move to California. Wow. And you're going to go to music school and you're going to learn how to be a great musician for the glory of God. It's, 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 this is going to end and you can see what you're hoping for. And so I could endure because I saw what was coming. If I didn't see what was coming, I couldn't have endured. And that's the hugest part of how living for the day helps us endure the trials of today because we see our prize at the end, being with Jesus, being with Grandpa and Grandma again, and that amazing reunion, and just reigning and ruling with Christ and the new earth and all these amazing things. It's worth it. It will be worth it all to, <laughs> another song, to <laughs> keep going, keep persevering, keep enduring. Wow. And you're saying worship helps us to yes. get our eyes on that. Helps us see the finish line. Helps us see the finish line. That's so good. It makes me think of, just to back that up with scripture, Hebrews 12, you know, when it talks about how Jesus, for the joy set before him, endured yeah. this cross. I know we love that verse. We've talked about it many times, but you're so right. We need to have the joy set before us. And worship helps us experience that joy and have a foretaste of that, but also increase our longing for the the consummation of that joy. Yeah, and I don't think it's any accident that in most of the hymns, 
almost all the hymns, at least the last verse of the hymns, always heavens in yeah. the hymn. And I think people in the 17, 1800s, they had a lot more hardship than us. I mean, life was hard yeah. and short, by right. the way. And the way they endured was they kept their focus, their sights fixed on heaven, on, on the right. prize. And, uh, and so their worship in those hymns helped them endure that way. Dad, before you sing a song, uh, if you'd be willing, just any other thoughts for anybody listening to this podcast? Uh, any more thoughts on worship? Any more thoughts just about living for the day? Kind of while I have you here before you sing. I, I think, um, I just think people spend, don't spend enough time thinking about what's to come. <laughs> and uh, uh, was it C.S. Lewis that said, we, if we spend more time thinking about the life to come, we'll be more effective in this life? Something like that. But um, it's so motivating to study and learn and ponder and think about heaven. And uh, anyways, I guess I'm repeating myself, but it'll, it'll help sustain you today. Yeah. And Dad, as you grab your guitar, you know, I, I try to have a call to action, you know. Is there anything, you know, that's not crazy daunting, but that is an action step you would, you would call people who are listening to this, you know, kind of related to worship and related to eternity, a, a call to action today? Be a worshiper. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And, uh, and don't... You know, a lot of things with this Christian life, it's so fun to talk about it, but you have to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. And, um, and you, you need to, however you do it, obviously worship takes on lots of different expressions, but, but it's just one of the most powerful ways we get to not just know about God, but we get to know God. And it is a weapon. We haven't even talked about that, but it is, it is warfare. Our worship and our thanksgiving and our gratefulness can be have a sense of defiance in it. No, I will not be a victim. I will not be defeated. I will not be anxious and depressed. I will worship. <laughs> and, um, and, and that's how God fights his battles for us, and it's powerful. Amen to that. <laughs> uh, well, I just thought I would sing this, this song, because I hadn't sung it in maybe decades, but I sang it, as you know, at... Uh, grandpa's home going a few days ago so here wipe our tears away when dawns that final day all mourning death and pain will fade away and then we all will We'll meet him in the sky When Jesus comes and takes us all away And I'm listening for the sound When that trumpet plays it loud I'm watching for the clouds to roll away 
Cause you see, this day it is my hope It's all I'm waiting for When Jesus comes and takes us away Takes us all away perfect living for the day song i love it so much and dad would you just say um a prayer uh for um just the person listening could you just pray for the person listening to this podcast that um god would encounter them in worship that they would become a worshiper and that they'd live for the day yes uh first i just feel led to pray for somebody who may be have just lost a loved one, just experiencing grief. Lord, I pray for them. I pray that you'd be the great comforter, that you would come through your Holy Spirit, that you would bring peace that passes understanding. And most of all, you'd bring them the comfort of heaven, Lord. Yes, Because we do grieve. I grieve, even this day. Yes, But we don't grieve like those who have no hope. Yes, we Lord. grieve. With great hope. Yes. (laughs) And Lord, I think I just, I'm just so grateful. I don't even understand it. But when I begin to worship you, you come into view. I, I, with my, with the eyes of my heart, I see you, Lord. And I thank you how worship does that and how worship makes me it's just automatic it makes me long for heaven it makes me long for the place where I'll do it forever and ever with those I love and mostly (laughs) with you bowing before you Lord thank you for the gift of worship and and, uh, the way it brings heaven down I'm so grateful thank you for this precious precious time with my son just pray, Lord, that you'll just touch and anointing these, anoint these words, Lord, to pierce hearts, to love you and serve you uh, even more and live for the day even more. Amen. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for listening in today. Uh, it's such an honor to be with you. Thanks for your time. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much, Dad, for being on the podcast. I love you with all my heart. Thanks. Thank you. Love you. Hey everybody, Jake in the future doing post-production here after the interview with my dad and wow, isn't he so full of wisdom? I mean, seriously, just, I was listening to this and just getting so blessed and uh, so encouraged to be a worshiper. So I hope you're encouraged and equipped. You thought I wasn't going to 
give you a nugget about eternity. Come on, I got to do it. Um, the nugget for today is not necessarily something you perhaps didn't know, uh, but perhaps something you haven't thought about a lot. And that's just the idea that, you know, we're going to be with all the saints uh, who've gone before, all, all people who have responded um, to put their trust in Christ. And so I just want you to think about that. And I want you to consider who is somebody from the Bible that you're excited to meet in heaven one day. Somebody asked me that question. Ah, I don't want to be cliche. Um, Jesus doesn't count. Jesus doesn't count, by the way. Um, But I, I feel really excited to meet the Apostle Paul. Just, you know, I'm so inspired by him. Just all his writings, incredible. I'm excited to meet the Apostle Paul. Who would you be excited to meet? Who's kind of first on your list? Like, Jesus, hey, where's where's Paul live? <laughs> In the new heaven, new earth. I need to talk to him. I need to ask some questions. Um, what do you mean by this? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's just the nugget. We're going to get to meet saints of old and uh, saints who've lived. Um yeah, I'm so excited about that. So there's the nugget. Hope you're encouraged and equipped uh, by this conversation on worship. Thankful for you. And uh, we'll see you next time.